Hello and welcome to the First and Ten Podcast. We are back with our second daily show. Today we're going to run through some, uh, well, the trade that happened on the first day of free agency and also some of the deals that were signed. I'm your host, Ross, and with me is Dave. Are you all right? Good, mate. You? Yeah, not too bad. Weird yeah. being daily, isn't it? Yeah, really weird. So, <laughs> it's a weird old time just everywhere at the moment, so it might as well be weird and go daily. And, uh... It is, yeah. If people are stuck at home, why not give them something to listen to for half an hour? Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, People have got to fill the time somehow, and listen to us talk NFL is a, a good excuse for that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We'll try and keep it fun. Yeah, uh, we're going to go for about half an hour today. Let's start, of course, with the trade that happened. DeAndre Hopkins is now a Cardinal. Um, that alone scares me, because the NFC West was already hard enough, and now having him and Larry Fitzgerald between them, just, the Cardinals just aren't going to drop a ball next year. Yeah, I just, um, <laughs> I just don't know. This this whole trade is absolutely bizarre, but yeah, for the Cardinals, this is this is huge, isn't it? Um, yeah, the full trade. Um, the, the Houston Texans get David Johnson and a 2020 second round pick and a 2021 fourth round pick, and the Arizona Cardinals get DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth round pick. So they've given up a running back who they were going to probably let go. Yeah, um, I mean, th- this trade when you put into like there's another trade that comes along like pretty soon after. Yeah. Where Hayden Hurst goes for basically mm. the same deal, yeah. <laughs> and he's a backup tight end. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> I just, I just don't understand. Say, I spoke about it on yesterday's podcast that there was rumours that he could be traded, but yeah, it seemed odd. But I thought, oh, maybe he wants a new deal and they're not paying that. Which, I mean, is fine. Like if they're going to trade him, like you can, every player is tradable if yes. at the right price. But it isn't. Like they just got the first offer in and gone. Yeah. Well, like Bill O'Brien's got a boner the, um, over a running back. They did it with the Clowney last year. Yeah, we offered them the first year. They think, yeah, we'll take that. Yeah, I just look what the Vikings understand. got for Stefan Diggs yesterday. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know how they're not getting. They got four like, picks for Stefan Diggs, including the first round pick. Like I know you have to give him a new deal, but I'm, yeah. I'll be happy to give him a new deal. He's not old, <laughs> is he? It's not. <laughs> I just don't know. Yeah, um, the Cardinals. Uh, I mean, it, the NFC West is going to be wild next year. Yeah. It, it was already it a strong mad. division. And you've added DeAndre Hopkins into this list. It's it's going to be mad. Um, you, I think you tweeted yesterday, what does that do for Kyler Murray's fantasy value? I think it shoots him through the roof next year. Yeah, like, it was it was more just how high does this take him? Because, he was a I mean, top to me, he's a fantasy tight end in his rookie season, uh, quarterback in his rookie season. As I say, fancy tight end. That's uh, good for someone of his size. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, this is this puts him so high. I mean, Deshaun Watson was what QB two last year, I think, in yeah. most drafts. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. I mean is, is there any reason you could say that this Murray situation now isn't better than that? Because I think it is for the Texans. Then Will Fuller is the new de facto number one. And if you get seven games out of him, you've done well. I mean, I saw a good uh, tweet earlier. It was um, Will Fuller like pulled his hamstring running to the computer to check his ADP <laughs> after this trade. And I think it just sums him up. Like, he's great when he's on the field, but yeah. when is he on the field? I just... Yeah, never. I mean, you've got to assume that the Texans do something to draft, but it's not like they've got high draft picks. Because no. um, Peter King came on yesterday because he was the first one to sort of Float out these rumours, really. Yeah. The first sort of the real sort of big names, and he was saying it was because like the Texans 
I've got a lot of needs and not many picks and all that. Yeah, that's this doesn't true. really solve that. They've no. basically got an extra pick in the second round for their best player. Um, I they just, haven't saved themselves barely any money either. No, I just... David I Johnson don't know. was on a terrible contract. And yeah. he had that one massive season. But anyone that's listened to me for long enough on podcast knows that I'm not a David Johnson truther. I think he's vastly overrated. And I don't think he's any better than what they've already got in Houston at running back. Um, I like Johnson. I do think he has got probably more upside than players. But, I mean, I just don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. I would assume that Hyde isn't there, but... The only good thing I can think is if uh, Bill O'Brien saw like the Ravens and how good their running game was, <laughs> and he's just sort of misunderstood what's happened. He's just going for all the running backs. <laughs> I'm looking forward to him for going for Todd Gurley next, taking on that deal. But it's just, it's just bizarre. So I just don't know. The receivers that are out there that could possibly help Houston out. Emmanuel Sanders. He's 33 years old. He's probably the best of the free agent tight ends. Uh, I'm wrong with tight ends today. Uh, wide receivers, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I guess so. I, I just... mean, after that, it's Devon Funchess, Paul Richardson, Taylor Gabriel. It's a wasteland, isn't it? I mean, sign about five of them and they might um, <laughs> equal Hopkins' production through the year. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a might. Rob Anderson, I guess, is the one, but yeah. I mean, he's basically a Will Fuller. They're yeah. very similar sort of players, aren't they? They like, take the top off a of defence, but. I mean, it doesn't really do a lot if you've not got anyone else to catch the ball. No. The, I mean, if if, the if you, all you've got is a deep disaster. threat. Oh, it is. The Colts might be the best team in it. And, like, yeah. I don't... They I haven't just really don't got know. a quarterback, but they are, they are the best team in it, really. I mean, a, a lot of people will be fancy the Titans. And I guess... Well, as you said yesterday them, on the on the the, uh, the podcast yesterday, they, I mean, they, they don't look anything special. They've made themselves weaker, if anything, I think. The only thing going for them is that I think they're making like the least bad moves. Mm. I mean, I guess the Jags letting Conklin walk out of the door wasn't a great uh, idea, I don't think. But no. he's, he's, he hasn't been paid a lot of money though. The Browns have got him on a pretty good deal. Yeah, that deal when it came through, I was a bit surprised at how cheap it was. So yeah. I was expecting him to get some crazy deal, but I think I think the Titans and Colts are gonna move forward by not doing a lot you know I don't think they well obviously the Colts have made a big trade that I think we'll get on to soon but I mean I don't think they've done loads so far and I think they've improved their standing which is sort of tells you everything you need to know about the the Texans so the Jags I think their moves are sort of reasonable because in the situation they are I'd much rather blow it up and start again yes. but this seems about the sixth time in their franchise history, and they're only about <laughs> 20, 30 years old, aren't they, so that they've done this. So. Yeah. <sighs> they're, they're, a very, they're a very shallow team, weren't they? We said that last year, yeah. beyond Hopkins and Watson. That was kind of it. And now it's just Watson. Yeah, it's... They've got an ageing defence. Like, JJ Watt is, what, 31, I think? Yeah, um, forever injured. Yeah, they're just... I mean, Bill O'Brien is the worst. I think he's the early favourite for the Hugh Jackson, uh, Hugh Jackson Award in the first season, <laughs> isn't he? He got away with it last year because they were still competitive even after getting rid of Clowney, but there's only so many hits you can take before yeah. you, it just collapses and this is the season. It's going to be a competition between them and uh, the Jags, I think, to finish last in that division. <sighs> Watson maybe just pulls them through it a little bit, but... I mean, is he, is he just like the new Jeff Fisher, just always going sort of seven and nine? <laughs> That's the goal. But that is what it seems to be. And yeah. like, 
he's got as much power as basically any head coach but yeah. Bill Belichick, if not the same amount. And I don't weird. know what he's done to earn that. I just... Yeah. We've gone for so long about the Texans, and I'm sure Texans fans aren't enjoying this time anyway, so... Uh, sorry, Texans this fans. Is, oh, but it, is, it, it was the story of yesterday, wasn't it? The Hopkins trade, because... To me, it looks like the Cardinals have basically given up a second-round pick and turned themselves into contenders. Yeah, if you're a Cardinals fan, you're not, over the moon right now, aren't you? Yeah, it's not because it's not just the Hopkins like trade. They've got Hopkins. It now allows them to fill another hole on like the offensive line yeah. in, the, in the draft. and It just takes away one of their biggest needs has now been filled with arguably the best wide receiver in the league. Like, he's not my number one, but he's in my top three. Yeah, definitely, and, yeah. It's not easy to get them players, but they've got him for basically nothing. Yeah, literally. Yeah, they're giving away a runner back they didn't want and a second round pick. I mean, that's. Yeah. They've cleared up one headache and picked up someone incredible. <laughs> what a deal for them. They've had a. The, the transition in uh, what Steve Kahn's done in two years, or, or a year and a bit so far for Cliff Kingsbury, has been incredible, really. They've given him everything that he wants. Yeah. and There we go. No, remember that Josh Rosen season? They were just dreadful. Yeah, and I think this, I mean, I guess it's easier said than done to get a team to give you this sort of trade, mm. but, I mean, they're obviously in for him, they've obviously gone for the deal, and you've got to be in it to win it and all that, so, yeah. I mean, that's that's what I don't get, like, if the Texans are training, why aren't they ringing around? Yeah, surely Unless, every team in the league would have offered them something. Well, you'd have thought so, like, it's, it's almost like David Johnson was some big target for them, and it's like, get him at any cost, <laughs> and I just, oh, I don't, I just... I don't know. I'll tweet some of the NFL players. Like uh, Eric Ebron tweeted, no way that this is happening. Patrick Mahomes tweeted, whoa. (laughs) Jonah Ramsey just tweeted, what, with about seven exclamation marks. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I think Hopkins has killed him every time they played against each other, haven't they? They're back in the same division now. Yeah, what a division. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Are the Seahawks the worst team in it now? Probably, (laughs) probably. (laughs) Probably the Rams, I guess. Well, yeah, the Rams are going to collapse, hopefully. Um, But But the Rams are still a good team. They are, (laughs) yeah. That's the problem. They're all good teams in that division. It's going to be fun. Um, we mentioned the Colts. They got DeForest Buckner. So they got yeah. better. Yeah, so it was a high price to pay, wasn't it? What, the 13th pick? Yeah. And they've given Buckner a new contract, which is more than 20 million a year, but he's a very good player. Yeah. I mean, it, they released um, Marcus Hunt earlier in the day. Yes. And that it, they were saying that basically they want to get better on the defensive line. And I mean, they did that pretty quick. I think the Buckner deal was sort of already in place. They had when a choice, didn't they, the Niners? But... They had to pay Armstead or Buckner, and they made their choice with Armstead. Yeah. I don't know what the right decision on that is, really, but, I mean, you get the first-round pick back, I guess, which mm. you wouldn't have the other way around. But, yeah, I think that's it's by, just one of those things that ways. good teams go through, isn't it? That they there's only so many people you can pay, and you have to get rid of them. And yeah. I, think, I think they've done a good job doing this and getting that first-rounder back where... They perhaps wouldn't have in a year's time if they had to give him up. But yeah. I mean, it's something like as a Patriots fan, like I know that over the years, and I'm sure you the same with you with the Seahawks, where you've seen good players walk out the door because yeah. there's just too many good players. There's worse things that can have than happen than you've got too many good players. Yes, but yeah, at least they've got a pick back. And I mean, I don't think the defense will drop off massively because they've still got an incredible amount of talent on that line. Yeah, they have, yeah. They're um they're a very, very good defensive front, annoyingly. Um let's start with some of the free agent deals and the richest contract handed out yesterday was to Byron Jones. Uh five years, eighty two million dollars, fifty seven guaranteed. It's gone to the Dolphins. 
Yeah, they're making some moves. Uh, they're going to come up again. Money, a few. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think I thought they signed all these players. They've still got like forty-six million to spend <laughs> this, in cat state this year. So, I mean, they're not finished yet. No, they're uh, they're definitely going to take a big jump up. And I mean, it could be there for the taking that division. They spent two hundred and two million dollars already, um, apparently. I mean, they went for the tank, and now they're uh, <laughs> they're spending that. So. I mean, they're a lot better than they were yesterday morning. So yeah, Byron Jones is a very, very good corner. He's only twenty-seven years. They've locked him down for his prime, prime years, basically five-year contract. Yeah, it's a big deal, but I think I can't think who it was I saw say yesterday, but I think they were saying that basically going to have to look at resetting what a big, like an overpay or a big deal is because mm. there's so much money out there now. Yeah, and the caps going up again. Yeah, it's going to go up a lot in this new CBA and. We just have to look at what and sort of an overpay is, and I don't think this is going to be a bad deal. But I mean, we're seeing big cornerback contracts that haven't paid off quite a lot um, yeah. recently. So who knows? But Josh Norman's left, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, they, they've got all that money to spend, so got to spend it on someone. And I think it's not a he's not a bad player to spend it on. No, they also spent thirty million on a three-year deal uh, with twenty million guaranteed on Eric Flowers. That is a lot of money for a bad guard. <sighs> Yeah, I mean this one didn't sort of jump off as a as one of the good deals, no, but it's not an improvement. No, but it sort of depends what the sort of deal actually is because with um, I'm not going to pronounce his name, but Big V uh, yeah. well, got 50 million from the Lions, but yeah. I haven't actually seen the details of that contract. I'm sure they're out by now, but I haven't seen them. It was quite late last night they come out, but it's a 50 million five year deal. But I would bet. After two years, they get out for nothing. It and says there's no total guaranteed money on that. Yeah, so it's just empty numbers, isn't it? So yeah. it's hard to know really what the deal is. But I mean, if they're paying them this year, they've got all that money to spend. Got to spend it on someone. So mm. I mean, if he's the player that they've identified as who they want, then I don't really mind too much. But that doesn't look a great deal <laughs> on face value, does it? But <laughs> no, not really. Uh, the Packers signed Christian Kirksey, decent linebacker, two two years, sixteen million dollars. Okay. Yeah, this was one of the first ones to come through, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was um, a decent decent enough move. He's all right. But yeah, I think uh, he's a good player. And cause I was saying, that defence was pretty good last year at times. Sort of a bit up and down, but yeah, early on... They swapped and, him out for Blake Martinez, didn't they? Yeah. Um, I, th- I think it's probably an improvement. I don't think it's sort of definitely an improvement, but yeah, I don't think they're getting any worse, and I don't think it's a terrible deal. No, it's fine. It's a cheap deal. He talks about Kirk Cousins signing his extension. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Eric Armstead got paid five years, $85 million. Yeah. Uh, 17 million average salary, which is going to... I mean, that's set. That's that's the baseline now for Clowney, I'd assume. Yeah. Clowney's such a weird case. I don't yeah. know if he's going to turn into the new Sue, where he just bounced around the league on these one, two-year one. deals. Because I just don't... Because like Sue sort of almost become like sort of gun for hire, isn't he? Yeah, he's like, yeah. Which I think there's worse ways, to, worse places to be. If you, especially if you're a talented player like Sue, mm. like Clowney, who is somebody is going to pay you each year. Yes. Somebody's going to need like a defensive player to take you over the edge, and somebody will pay you. Yeah. I mean, I think some players would obviously rather have the security of a longer term deal, but I mean, as we see, without the guarantees, these deals aren't particularly secure anyway. So. You yeah, might as well bounce around getting the best time. deal each year. Mm. 
Yeah, uh, the Browns spent a lot of money yesterday, starting with Austin Hooper, $44 million, $23 million guaranteed. It's a lot of money for a guy that's had really one good year at tight end. Yeah, like, to me, he's a really solid tight end. Don't get me wrong, I think he's a good tight end. And as a Patriots fan, I was obviously looking at the tight end market, and he was somebody that I'd quite like to assign, but Mm. not this sort of money. So for me, he's... uh, an all right blocker. He's an all right. Par- he's a he's a solid pass catcher. He's not going to drop lots of balls, but he's also not somebody who's going to make some big plays. No, it's not not a deal that I think is uh, particularly great. But yeah. as you say, the money keeps going up and up. So maybe in a couple of years' time, it won't look quite so bad. But yeah, the highest paid <laughs> tight end in the league seems a weird thing to be. Mm. But yeah. next to Austin Hooper. <laughs> Um, yeah, you mentioned Hayden Hurst. He's now uh, he, he's the new Falcons tight end. I mean, he's all right, but he couldn't get past Mark Andrews last year. No, but he's a first rounder. He's got yeah. the pedigree there. I mean, it wouldn't be. It's not unthinkable to be thinking at the end of the season we're looking back and saying the Falcons upgraded mm. their tight end by yeah, losing the highest paid tight end in the league. Yeah, or now highest paid tight end in the league. But yeah, I don't think this is. I don't think the Falcons have got significantly better or worse, and I'm not sure the Browns have got significantly better because I like the <laughs> Joku. Yeah, but obviously they're different players. But I don't know if this spells the end for him. But I think he's the real yeah. loser here, isn't he? Yeah, but I think um, God, what's the Browns coach's name? Stefanski. Yeah, he. Um, I think he liked to run a lot of two tight ends. Oh, okay. In Minnesota, so I don't know if this is just a plan to get two sort of elite tight ends or not. I think Joku's probably you know. the better player of all, all three of those guys. Yeah, potentially. Like, see, it's the injuries have hampered him, but I think he's got the highest upside. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'd, it'd be interesting because they spent. I said already they spent a lot of money. Like, I think we mentioned Conklin already, haven't we? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they spent a lot of money, and I mean, does this sort of add more to them rumours of Odell Beckham leaving? Maybe I don't know because is it one of these things where something's got to give? Because mm, they've, yeah. they've got so many players they're paying there. When you look at the skill positions, basically every skill position is. Filled with a good player. Yeah, which... and they're very soon going to have to pay Baker as well. What, two, a year or two's time? Yeah, yeah, it must be coming. What's this? Season three, so yeah. yeah. Probably be next Probably season. Next year, yeah. They're giving him a deal, so. Yeah, it's an interesting time. If, if this is the team, then, I mean, there's not really any excuses for Baker anymore, is there? It's no. Especially with them signing Jack Conklin, yeah, who said for three years, $42 million with $30 million guaranteed. That's a, that's a good deal. It's it's one of the higher deals, but he's probably the best offensive lineman available. So, yeah, probably. So I think I think I said on yesterday is that I think he's more of a sort of elite run blocker, yeah. which was why he excelled at the Titans. But he's still a good, he's a good tackle round anyway. But yeah, this is he was probably the best in the market, and they've got him a, a pretty good deal. I think. Yeah, I'd been happy with the Seahawks paying that for him. That's a... Yeah, definitely. Uh, who else we got? The Dolphins have signed uh, Shaq Lawson, uh, three years, thirty million dollars. Yeah, it's quite a lot if you're looking at his production in Buffalo, but mm. I mean, what was it, six, six and, and a half sacks last yeah. year? Like, that's a lot, but that Buffalo defence is really, really good, and it might just be, yeah. if Miami gets a bit more opportunity, it might be a case of, um, like Chandler Jones, when he left the Patriots, mm-hmm. went to the Cardinals, and all of, sudden, all of a sudden become a sack machine. I'm not saying he's going to become that, but yeah, I think this deal could look better once he's actually played for the Dolphins, you know, rather than that, I think if you look at it now, it looks a bit of an overpay, but it wouldn't surprise me if this is a deal that in a year's time looks a bit better than it does now. Yeah, it's only $30 million, 21 of which is guaranteed. Um, 
I think he's a talented player. He's only 25 years old as well, so yeah, that's a, yeah could be a very good deal. Yeah, you mentioned Big V, five years, $50 million, none of it guaranteed. Um, he's a decent offensive lineman. Yeah, I mean, he's struggled at times. I don't think this is... I think it's one of them where, as I said already, the numbers jump off the page, but I don't think that's realistically what the deal actually is. But Yeah, it's almost nothing. With no guarantees, they can get out of it at any time. Yeah, and I think he's. I think this is a deal based on sort of potential more than anything yeah. because well, he hasn't played that many games still, has he? And no. he's a bit of an athletic sort of freak, isn't he? So again, I don't know. It's one of them deals to say. It's not. It looks like a lot of money, but it's actually not a lot of risk from the Lions side. Mm. Yeah. Look, um, well, the Lions have lost Graham at Glasgow. As the Americans call him. Graham Glasgow, as we say, he's gone for the Broncos. Uh, four years, $44 million, with $26 million guaranteed. Yeah, a nice, solid deal. They've upgraded that line. and Yeah. Yeah. Are they going um, with Drew Locke? Is Drew Locke going to be their guy? I think so. And I think I think he showed enough last year. I was, I was not a big fan of him coming out. I'm not going to pretend no. I was. But I think he showed enough last year that you can buy him to at least giving him a season or two and I think they've had so much uncertainty at the Bronx I think they have to I think they've almost not forced into it but I think it'd be silly to just try and move on again after yeah. all the quarterbacks they've churned through in recent times they've got to just try and get some stability and yeah, I think Drew Locke showed enough that you do that and I think this is sort of investing in him yeah uh, Dave Gettleman's gone with what he knows. He's uh, signed <laughs> James Bradbury, three years, $45 million, with $32 million guaranteed. Uh, he was the 62nd ranked cornerback last year. <laughs> yeah, I think Bradbury's okay. I think. Mm. That's it, isn't it? He's okay. <sighs> yeah. Giants are overpaid, I think. I think so. I, d- I don't. <laughs> this is. They need pieces. Yeah. They need some defence. Yeah. But... I mean, it doesn't, I say, it doesn't scream great deal there, does it? Uh, mm, this the is third not. highest paid corner in football. Yeah. <laughs> and, and obviously, like, with all these things that they... Um, That's forever changing. They reset and stuff and all that. In a few years, it'll won't. It'll drop down the list pretty quickly. But still, yeah, it looks like an overpay, doesn't it? It's Yes. <sighs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a deal that um is, it gets you excited, is it? No, not at all. This one does if you're a Ravens fan, though. But all, not content with already adding Clares Campbell and having Brandon Williams. You've now got Michael Brockers as well, three years, $30 million. What a fearsome defensive front that is. Yeah, and if that offence is even close to what it was last year, then are they the favourites? It's an incredibly strong team, isn't it? Yeah, there's not, not many holes there now, really, is there? No. You're not... You're not looking at that and thinking, oh, God, what? Like, there's anywhere really. And, I mean, they still got the draft to come. Yeah. So. Had a couple of receivers. Yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. Scary looking team. Yeah. Um, podcast favourite, Marcus Mariota. He is a Las Vegas Raider. Yeah. I mean, there's all the rumours that Jameis might go there, and I was getting excited. Jameis in Vegas. <laughs> Vegas Jameis. How have they not gone for he that? Love that wouldn't he? He's born to play in Vegas. Yeah. But. I'm still holding out hope that if Brady isn't the Patriots quarterback, that is Jameis. Yeah. So that keeps my dream alive. But <laughs> yeah, Mariota, I imagine it. W- I mean, it wouldn't be a big shock if he gets a start this season, would it? No, because Gruden does not like Carr as much as he would come out and defend him. I don't think he likes him. 
Uh, Mario's making between six and eight million. There's no terms on this, which is a bit worrying. That they've paid him a lot of money to be a backup, oh, essentially. I think if you're, um, I think if you're Derek Carr, though, I think this is a pretty good outcome for you. I don't yes. think you're uh, too worried about this one. No, because James would have come in and took your job straight away. Yeah, I think so. And there's other quarterbacks they've been linked with, and even drafting one that you maybe think. Mm. Would be more worrying if you were Derek Carr or Derek Carr's family. Yeah, but yeah, I mean it's definitely competition. I'm not sure. Say, not neither as a big Mariota fan, so I'm no. not not expecting him to win the <laughs> job. But it'd be it'd almost be a surprise if at some stage he isn't starting this season. Mm. Yeah, he will. I think he almost certainly will. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this takes him out of the market in the draft for a quarterback. I don't think it necessarily does. No, you can still, yeah, you can still get. You probably don't go as early as you thought you would. Yeah, because you do have but two I, legitimate starters. No matter what we think of Mario or Car, they are both kind of middle, yeah. middle of the road. And Mario is a fine backup. He's probably going to be one of the better backups in the league. Still, he's got yeah. plenty of experience. He's not going to come in and sort of ruin things for you if you're a team, which is yeah. So you want like, you back up. So just going off a tangent, like that's sort of what Teddy Bridgewater was for the Saints next year. Yes, uh, last year, sorry. Yeah, which makes me wonder why these teams are dreaming of paying all this money for Teddy. No one wanted him a year ago, really. Other than I think the Jets maybe were in for him. Or some, yeah. I can't, can't think who it was. Someone was, or was that the year before. I don't. Know, but they no one really wanted him. him. Yeah, no one really wanted him. Mm. Yeah, and, he and now made was... those couple of what six starts, I think it was. Yeah, into, and like, what's probably going to be a starting job somewhere else in the league. Yeah, and he was fine. I don't get me wrong, he was fine, but yeah. I mean, I, I think that record that he had was he five and zero or five and one or yeah. something like that. I think that Saints defense was absolutely incredible mm. for that that stretch. And I don't think anyone come out of their games going, "Oh, Teddy Bridgewater was brilliant." <laughs> like, I think mean, he had one good game against some. I think it was a really bad defense now. Often, I can't think it was on top head, but yeah, yeah, no one come out of it. Exploded, didn't he? Yeah, yeah no, but no one come out of it thinking, "Oh, Teddy Bridgewater was superb <laughs> over this stretch." They basically just didn't let him do anything wrong, just protected him. Yeah, and yeah, now all of a sudden, it's, it's like the numbers out there, like twenty million plus, just seem insane to me. But yes. I, mean, I guess that's a going rate. But I, yeah, I don't know why any team would want to do that. And I would put Teddy Bridgewater in with Mariota in. The, like, I don't know why you would want him as your starter, particularly, but no. you know, that's going off. I'm sure we'll get to Teddy Bridgewater when he actually signs a deal this week on <laughs> a later yeah, episode. He's but be somewhere, yeah. Uh, quarterbacks who have signed a deal: Case Keenum is the backup in Cleveland, three years, eighteen million dollars, ten million guaranteed. Decent yeah. backup. Yeah, it seems like a good, uh, good enough deal. Like, mm. say, similar sort of money to Mariota, I guess. Not yeah. crazy backup money, but a good, solid back up there and sort of gives them a bit of a insurance policy for when Baker inevitably gets injured when he gets hit <laughs> hundred times a game still. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Dolphins continue spending money when they gave Carl Van Noy a huge $51 million four-year deal. I love Van Noy. So... Are you united with Brian Flores? Yeah. Uh, Van Noy, I think, was one of the underrated stars in that Patriots defence and mm. I am um, gutted to see him leave. I'm glad he's got his big deal but gutted to see him leave. I think at times he was arguably our best player and I think he should have been in the Defensive Player of the Year running last year. I know Gilmore sort of took off and become like the Patriots. Yeah. Almost sort of represented the other defensive players of the Patriots, I think, in a way. But 
yeah, Van Noy and Collins, who was also gone. <laughs> we'll go through against that. But yeah, both of them were two of my favourite players on that defence last year. So I'm glad to see them go. But okay, as I said with the um, 49ers, just what happens when you've got a good team that you have to let some of these players go. You can't pay them all. No. And unfortunately, Van Noy was a casualty of that, I think. I think the cap will get to a point in the future where you can just keep them all and super teams will yeah. start to develop. But yeah, until we're at that point, he's now a, he's now a Miami Dolphin in their, um, their revolution. Um, yeah. Nick Kiwatakowski <laughs> has signed for the Raiders a three-year, $21 million deal. Uh, yeah. Linebacker. I think, it's, I think it's a decent deal for them. I don't think it's too expensive. I think he's a... I think he sort of fits in with what the Raiders want to do. This sort of policy of like sort of the locker room guys. He always seems to be that sort of person. And yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a good deal for them. This he's got very good PFF grades, which is uh, if you're an, an, an analytics guy, then that's a, a good good sign. While we're while we're on the Raiders, like yeah. when you go back two years with that Khalil Mack deal, everyone mm-hmm. was killing the Raiders. <laughs> I mean, who would you if you were better money? Which one of these those two teams wins the Super Bowl? In like. <laughs> Like soon, I can't even think of what the word would be. <laughs> like, which one that wins it first? That's probably the easiest way of putting that. <laughs> I think it's a scratch, isn't it? Like the Bears. I mean, are, the Bears are not a good team. I mean, I'd rather be where the Raiders are going than yeah. where the Bears are going. Yeah, I mean, you, you could have a situation in a few days' time where you've got Teddy Bridgewater and um, I can't remember what his name is, Mitch Trubisky as your two uh, your two quarterbacks. Yeah, it's not exactly inspiring, is it? No, not at I all. Mean, and the Raiders, I know, got the quarterback situation isn't much better, but and it feels like they're building something, doesn't it? And it feels yeah. like they've got a clear vision of what they want to do. And they're going to, in a, I think, two years' time, they're going to be that proper outside pick for the Super Bowl. Maybe like they're going to have a really young, hungry team. Yeah, like I like a lot of what a lot of the moves they make. I think are good. I think say in the draft last year, obviously, they made a couple of odd picks that didn't necessarily yeah. work out, but or different, different look great. But I think they've worked out okay. I don't think they've showed up to be terrible picks. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I think a team having a vision of what they want to do and sticking to it can go a long way in the league. I think too many teams don't really know what they want to do and just sort of wing it a bit. Or not, not even wing it, it was probably the wrong way of putting it, but just mm. seem to just... It's like they need the flashy signing or... No, I think the Raiders have got their players they want to get. They know who they want and they're going to go for them. They're not going to be sort of swayed by star names. I think that's a... A good thing if you're a Raiders fan. Yes, definitely. That's how good teams operate. Uh, good news for the Bears, though. They signed Jimmy Graham. Uh, two years, wow. $16 million. <laughs> I mean, what have they seen to give him that deal? <laughs> they're, in the, they're in the division. They see him as much as anyone. <laughs> I mean, he was done three, four years ago, if not longer. Yeah. His last like, season in Seattle was a, a bit of a disaster. He wasn't great. And, yeah, he's got five touchdowns in two seasons. Uh, yeah, I don't get this. No. I mean, it, Eric Ebron's out there. Go and sign Eric Ebron. He's got upside. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know that <coughs> tight end seem to be the thing that people are really overpaying for at the moment. And mm-hmm. I know that um, it's a sort of down year in the uh, draft, but I mean, they, the Bears have already got Trey Burton, haven't they? Like, is yeah. he that much worse than Jimmy Graham? Like, the current Jimmy Graham? I'm not sure Burton's a star or anything, but he's fine. He's a better player than Jimmy Graham is now, I think. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy Graham's sort of falling apart, and yeah. I just he can't run. Uh, yeah, I, and his whole career, sort of his upside, was always about his athleticism, wasn't it? Yeah. And what he could do, and 
Like we've signed Greg Olsen, who's three years older than Jimmy Graham, and I'd bet Olsen would beat Graham in a foot race right now. Even I mean, with a broken foot, probably. As I say, Olsen will probably break his foot halfway <laughs> down, wouldn't he? So, I mean, I'm not sure about that one. But, um, yeah, like, but I'd say I'd rather have Olsen, like Olsen on the money, on the deal that they're yeah. paying him. They're not paying him as much. And, oh, I, I don't get it. No. Uh, the, Jets, it's, it's an odd the Jets have spent a lot of money on George Fant, who was a backup tackle um, for the Seahawks last year. $30 million, three-year deal. He wanted to. We wanted to keep him, but he wanted to play left tackle, and he's not better than Dwayne Brown, so he's left. He's now a New York Jet, and their rebuilding defensive line begins. Yeah, and if you want to rebuild a, a line, the first place you look at is the Seahawks, isn't Definitely, it? Definitely, yeah. Go and no, pay our, our linemen big money. Yeah, <laughs> that, that team really known for their great offensive lines over the years. Um, yeah, worryingly, no one's given uh, Jermaine Effetti any money yet, so there's always that possibility <laughs> that he re-signs. Your, your favourite player. Oh, God. If he gets the same money some of these other tackles have got, I'm fucking furious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's an odd one. Um, yeah. Well, as I said already, these teams have got the money, they've got to spend it. Exactly. And everyone needs offensive line help, basically. Everyone yeah. could improve on the line pretty much. There's not many teams that couldn't, so... Uh, I guess the demand's there and... Yeah, I'd, I'd, someone's no, got to fill the roles, isn't they? I suppose. Yeah, but yeah, it seems it doesn't seem like the best deal. No, as you mentioned, Jamie Collins is signed for the Detroit Lions, three years, yeah. thirty million dollars again. He could be up and down, but I love Collins and what he can do for a team. And obviously, it keeps up the Lions tradition of signing any player that's played for the Patriots before. <laughs> it's going to be the Lions and the Dolphins just competing for all these former defensive Patriots yeah. players, isn't it? It basically means we can't ever re-sign anyone because them two teams just run up the, uh, the cost of them. But, yeah, I, I love Collins. I, I think it's a good deal. It wouldn't surprise if he's back as a Patriot within the next 18 months anyway. But Yeah, probably. Because he just seems to work better with the Patriots than anywhere else. But, I, yeah, I love Collins. I think he's such a talented player. He can be a bit, let's say, a bit up and down. But what he gives you, he's so versatile. He's so athletic. He's He can... I feel like he could basically play any position on defence mm-hmm. and do a decent job. And I mean, in today's NFL, that's what you need. Yeah, he is he's so good. He does he sort of does everything <laughs> pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I love him. I, I really like this signing from the Lions. Yeah, it's a good move that one. And let's let's finish then with the Stefan Diggs trade. Um, the Bills gave up a fair amount for him: uh, a first round pick, a fifth round pick, a sixth round pick, and a fourth round pick in a later year. But he wasn't happy in Minnesota at all, was he? he? Didn't I don't think he liked the quarterback at all. He didn't like the offense, and he gives the Bills something that they haven't got. Yeah, I, I don't, some people aren't a fan of Diggs, and another one like Collins said, mm. it can be a bit up and down. Diggs can definitely be up and down. Yeah, but I think the upside of Diggs and what he can give you is so big for the Bills and. I mean, maybe this is their window. This is... I mean, we don't know what's happening with Brady and the Patriots. And Yeah. I mean, if Brady doesn't go back to the Patriots, then what sort of position are the Patriots in right now? I mean, what's their over-under for season? Because oh, yeah. I'm, sure I'm, I'm not sure it's a winning season if Brady's not there. Andy Dalton's Patriots, what is that going to be? <laughs> God. Like, I, I don't... Future. Yeah, what, what is the upside for that with an offence that hasn't got tons of talent on it? Yeah. Without Brady sort of working his magic, and no matter what people say, he was good last year. Yes, I, I will stand by that forever. That last season, Tom Brady was a decent quarterback, and also he was one of like the best quarterbacks. But he certainly wasn't wasn't one of the bad ones. And 
No. He was let down by a terrible offensive line play at times and wide receivers that he just didn't trust. And yeah. in that Patriots system where it is a lot of sort of on-the-fly sort of wide receivers having to do the right thing and be in tune with Brady, he just wasn't in tune with any of them other than Edelman. And then Edelman just got double-teamed. But, yeah, I think people are underestimating how much of a drop-off it will be if Brady isn't in New England next year for some of them players. And, yeah. yeah. I think, I think right, this yeah. is the Bills' time, maybe. And they continue to show they've got faith in Allen and they continue to give him stuff to work with. And, I mean, if Bray doesn't go, I think the Bills are the favourites for that division. Which if is can, If Josh uh, Allen can improve his accuracy, he could have that Cam Newton-esque leap, that one season where Cam won the MVP and took him to the Super Bowl. Yeah, definitely. He was really accurate that year and that took them all the way. The, yeah, this Bills team's made up to get there. Diggs, Tom Brown and Cole Beasley. I mean, it's not the flashiest three, but the three very good receivers. No, and I think I think they're one of the best teams over the last couple of years with their free agent signings. I think they, mm. on the whole, they've probably had one of the sort of highest success rates, I would say, yeah. on free agent signings. I say they're not necessarily the flashiest, but they seem to know they what they need. Team. Yeah, they get the players that sort of suit the. They get the right skill sets in, suit the team. And do the job for the Bills and really Sean McDermott Sean there. As well. Yeah, let's say just get, he's such a good coach. Yeah. I think both of us. I think I think we both of us feel like he's one of the more underrated coaches in the league. I think yeah, definitely. I think it's definitely a case to make he's a, that he's a top five coach right now. Yeah, for the job he does with them year in year out since he's been there. Yeah, they're a laughing stock when no one wanted to go. Yeah, I mean, look at last year with Antonio Brown and all that stuff. Yeah, like they literally were the joke. Yeah, and then <laughs> I mean that. They got their big win in Dallas, didn't they? And mm. sort of rode that into the playoffs. And obviously that didn't go on any sort of run or anything. But I had a couple of pieces. That defence is elite. They are one of the best defence in the league. And yeah. adding Stefan Diggs to this really makes them interesting. Yeah, and there's still a lot of fringes out there, players that can make a difference. I'm sure that they will sign this week. There's some really big names still available. Yeah, and part of not having the flashy name come to you sort of allows you to build on sort of lesser names, which means you yeah. can have more depth, you can have sort of r- r- like a whole team rather than a few players sort of like we've taken up like 25% of mm. your cap. You can build like around a few players and I think that's sort of allowed them to really build the team they've got there right now. Yeah, I'd be interested to see kind of when they do re-sign Diggs what kind of what, what deal he gets because he's, he's only on 12 million per year at the minute, which is a lot, but well, he's under contract for another five years, so yeah, they don't have to re-sign him at all. Yeah, twelve million for Stefan Diggs and John Brown can't be on much, and neither neither's Beasley and Josh Allen's got a couple of years still before he's paid. So fun, yeah. But we will be back again tomorrow um, with another podcast, and when more guys will have signed for teams. Yes, and I think you're going to do a, a CBA one as well, don't you? Yeah, going to have a look at the CBA and like the implications of that, and uh, yeah, all the bizarre some sort of fantasy angles on it, and all the different stuff. Nice. So yes, we are daily. If you want to get involved, then tweet us uh, at first and ten underscore on Twitter or message us through Facebook at first and ten. Yeah, we've had a few. Pe- Sorry, we've had a few people uh, getting contact about coming on, and yeah. so you've got a guest coming on for the CBA. We've got um, someone coming on on Thursday to talk through like the latest um, moves. Then nice. So we'll be we'll be back later in the week, I think. Um, yeah, we've got a few other people sort of wanting to come on. So yeah, if you want to get involved, if you just come on once or you want to be a bit more regular then just get in touch it's, it's a fun thing to do and i mean plenty of people have some spare time right now <laughs> yes exactly so you don't need any real equipment you can do it with 
like your microphone, like your iPhone headphones, really. I recorded you? the podcast yesterday with my iPad and the headphones that come with it. It's as simple as yeah, that. Exactly. So it's not, um, you don't need any fancy equipment, you don't need anything really. Basically, yeah. a Skype. Skype account and yeah. we can do the rest. Skype's free and that's it. Yeah, it doesn't cost yeah. any money. So yeah, get involved. We 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 want to stick to this daily thing. It's it's going to be good. And um, even when there's nothing to talk about, we'll find something because there's always yeah. something going on in the NFL. It never sleeps. Yeah. So we got um, one podcast from our live one, which we haven't released yet. So that yes. might happen one of the days if we're a bit tied up. But yeah, we're going to try and stick to this Monday to Friday, even if some of them are. 10, 15 minute podcast, just little bite sized ones. Going to try and do something every day. Yeah, that's, that's for your commute from your kitchen to your front room. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> and you can find us on uh, like uh, Alexa devices and Google devices. If you just ask them to play first and 10 NFL show, you can just put them on while you're walking around the house. It's fine. Nice. Yeah, it's good stuff. So, yes, we will be back tomorrow. Dave will be back later on today. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for listening. It's uh, goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Bye. And we'll see you later.